welcome to Breakthrough with Marty. I'm your host, Marty Garlic. I'm a physical therapist, life coach, entrepreneur, and yogini. Breakthrough with Marty is a weekly conversation of personal journeys and health and personal transformations. We all have life traumas. Hopefully we don't get stuck there and identify with these traumas. Showing how we progress through traumas leading to a victory, we are sharing real life breakthroughs. Remember those obstacles put in your past are actually gems. It is up to us to shape and polish these gems so we may shine brilliantly. Through others' transformations, we realize that our own is possible. I want to introduce you to Anine Massaro. Anine and I met in 2018 at a Tony Robbins event. She is a former corporate lawyer turned artist. She writes poetry and coaches and mentors new struggling writers with their writer's block, creating tools to help them get their creative juices flowing. And welcome, Anine. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. I put signs up that um, I am recording. (laughs) I saw that. I saw that. It's so funny. Um, I don't usually volunteer for things like that, but I could feel your excitement. And I was like, I want to do that with her. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yay. It was so cool. I have to laugh because you're the first one that offered and I'm like, I'm taking her up on it. Like she knows where I'm coming from. <laughs> I could feel your, just felt, I felt pulled, which is beautiful. There you go. It's beautiful. So So you said that you had some breakthroughs recently. So what was going on and and what happened? And I want to hear it all. Oh, my God. Well, so my life completely shifted seven years ago, like out of the corporate world, past life as a rich attorney. Yeah. And starting my, like, I've always had my own businesses, but it was always like a side thing, like the things I was passionate about. Right. Sure. So, that weren't necessarily a business per se for yourself. Exactly. I'm I'm definitely an artist at heart. Like mm-hmm. that is my jam. <laughs> so I love poetry and painting and writing and and so um and I love and I love to serve people. So that was that's a big part of you know at my core who I am. And so a lot of excitement, but a lot of, not a lot of direction initially. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can understand that for myself as well. Yeah. So it was a time in my life. So my dad had just passed and we were partners in business and in, in a lot of different ways. And I was at, I was at this place where it was like a new beginning. So there was a lot of emotion. Right. And so what I decided to do was just say yes to everything. I just said, you don't know. And so like, here we are seven years later and my life is very full. However, I'm, I'm constantly at this verge of feeling overwhelmed. Sure. Yeah. I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I've said yes to everything. I have said no to nothing. And now it's time to really take stock, right? Take stock. And the breakthroughs have come around like honing in on the areas of extreme passion and the depth to the deepening of the passion and the reasoning why. Yeah. And you always have to go back to your why because exactly means something to you. Exactly. So I have some whys that are really powerful. (laughs) 
And um, yay. so, yay, thank you, yay. Right. So, yeah, and and then there's certain skills, right? Like you go, like you go through, I go through this process of learning, like receiving that, like receiving information, but it's like things stick, some things don't stick. And then some things really go, oh, this is it. Yeah. This is, this is the, like, so I was introduced to StoryBrand, Don Miller's StoryBrand. Um, so I was like, oh my God, this is the, it just feeds right into my artist, right? So yeah. For rebranding my product line. So I'm in the middle of that. And it's so exciting because the breakthrough really is, is like how easy it is when you say, when I say yes to my, my passions. Yes. And I, I don't, a lot, like the fear is just not, I, I don't know what to say about the Everything fear. I don't know if it's not. Lines. <laughs> I don't know if it's not there or it's more about magic. Yeah. Like magic just is like, it's momentum, right? Tony talks about building momentum. Sure. And you just get to this place where you're building and building momentum. And I think the thing that I really, that clicked for me is that that momentum, as far as what that looks like, is a very individual process. Very good. That's yeah. awesome. I like, I like that. Yeah. So tell me about your, your business. So... I have a couple of different, obviously, <laughs> different things. But so I've been making personal products for clarity and presence for quite a few years. I started off making products for my clients that um, I have a background as an herbalist and aromatherapy. And so I wanted to make a product that was uh, that could serve more people. So that has shifted into something where I have a vision about, okay, so I'll tell you the vision. <laughs> And so the vision is, the concept is to introduce healthy spiritual and mindful habits in a Very fun good. way. In a fun way. In a fun way. So I, I want it to appeal to, I just know my own pain growing up without having certain habits or certain examples of things that... And, and it's fine. I have no regrets because it's brought me to who I am today. Yes. However, it's like, oh my God, if I could give away a piece of wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, it would be this, like, and, and we can have fun. <laughs> Why not? That, that sounds right? amazing. Yeah. So I'm very much a ritual girl. I'm very much ceremony. I'm very much, so it's all around this concept of, so can I tell you the tagline? Cause that, yes. that came to me. So the tagline is may your day be your prayer and your life a ceremony. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So it's, it's really about, so it's pat, you know, I have, cre- I'm creating prototypes of the packaging, like I'm repackaging my products, I'm refiguring, reconfiguring everything. And I'm really in that stage of not playing anymore. I'm not playing, but I'm playful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're having having fun with it, but you're taking it real as a business. Yes. And like that expression, like artists get hung up on their you know, their creations. No, yeah. it's more about my vision and my why now. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's so exciting. And it has been, it's having me take more risks than I ever would before, like reaching out and just 
having conversations that I would never have, like right today. Not that I was surprised you offered, but I'm like, huh, okay, that works. <laughs> yeah. And we know each other from the from the Tony Robbins world. So yes. it's, it's it's not <laughs> not surprising. You knew what I was talking about. It was it was just an impulse. It was like um and I tr- and I go with my gut to where yeah. I am. I just kind of like roll with my gut. And then I figure it out later. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels right. It's aligned. And then the how will happen. <laughs> and the how will happen. So thank you for the opportunity to express my joy. You are um, welcome. You joy. I really appreciate it. Um, so that's one area. The other area is in my, my mentoring or coaching. So sure. bye-bye old company name that's gone. And I'm actually in the process of, of doing the rebranding for it. And I'm really excited because I have found such healing and such completion through writing and through my poetry and things like that, that I want to, I guess my coaching is geared more towards the writer and art artist, the new writer, the new artist. Yes. And helping them work through any writer's block, so to speak. I have a wonderful formula that works that can really clear any blocks and get the creative juices flowing again. So I'm kind of refocusing my, I guess there's a a congruency. Yeah. And then your ideal client can find you. Nice, Marty. Yeah. Because if they, if you're, if you're clear, then then they'll come rather than the people who aren't what you are providing for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I drew in a lot of people who I, I think we all, all, anyone who goes towards this coaching and mentoring type of business, I think we draw in what we need to heal ourselves, you sure. know, they, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I so agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Really? It's quite the, quite the opportunities for growth uh, since I started my business in 2017. And now it's like, it's just interesting, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You, you grow and, and sometimes a lot of things pop up that you didn't realize you needed to grow out of. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. In the last event, that wealth, the Wealth Mastery event with Tony. Um, yes. And, um, so I was serving as a senior leader and there was, um, I had a, I had a quite a few breakthroughs there too, as well. And my desire to be of service, it feels like there's a more grounded in it and more balanced. Yeah. Cause then, yeah. Cause when you figure out your stuff Mm -hmm. then the other things, just get easier and they flow better. Exactly. Exactly. And of course I received the greatest affirmation or confirmation of the shift within when people were just like reaching out, participants were reaching out and I was teaming with my, my trainer and my other teammates and we were all like in this flow. And initially I really was challenged with the virtual world because I'm very kinesthetic. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. I understand. I'm very as a physical yeah. therapist. So <laughs> you, know, you, feel, you, feel, you feel people, right? You feel them. And so there's a, um, a little bit of a readjusting that has to go on because the virtual world is so like 
you know. Yeah, it's and and the screen is so vast. I mean, there's yeah. tons of people in the in the room when you're in an actual room with people, yes. but you're going to feel that energy faster. Yes. Yes. And you can kind of like, I'm really good at honing in on my little small corner of the world, wherever I am and, you know, doing the job, right. Getting the job done, right. Doing what needs to be done and and focusing is, is much more uh, comfortable for me, belly to belly uh, initially. And so virtual, it took me a while, but boy, I mean, and not that long. And I look back on it, time has really flown. Yeah, since it started. Because since it started, and I'm so impressed by <laughs> the world that you know, I mean, the world that's been created um, in the in the Tony Robbins world. Anyways, it's oh, yeah, and, and another virtual worlds is it's amazing as well because like you, you yeah. have to learn to scan the room and and look for the people who are having trouble. Granted, they're in yes. their home environment or presumably their home, if not someone else's. Yes. But yet that energy is just different to zone in on. It is. And it takes a lot of sensory, a different level of sensory acuity. Yeah. Like it re- it's really an expansion of consciousness that is required to, to serve in that environment. Yeah. And what so, I found is either as a participant or a crew member, mm-hmm. the other participants are actually honing in as well. They're fantastic. And it's It's amazing. And like, you know, they'll like private message you and saying like, I'm concerned that so-and-so is having trouble. So like they're paying attention as well to like this like Zoom room that could have a gazillion people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, it feels like human family. Yes. Yeah. And like, and if you're in this environment, you truly care about people. It's, you know, like you, it's more altruistic than. <laughs> true. That's so true. It's so true. So, this is such a great, um, so I didn't even, I got so excited. I didn't even ask you what prompted this for you. Like, Since I went to Date with Destiny in 2017, I've been following or participating in a, a mastermind by a particular person. And then that person has rolled out other programs. She's halted the mastermind and she's in a bunch of programs to expand herself. But she started a podcast and has a podcasting program, which I am participating in, finishing up. And, and it was like something I felt a calling to do and to get my message out. Wonderful. So we'll, we'll see where this leads. And I have no idea. <laughs> but it's interesting to see who has offered to be on the podcast. It's a range of health and breakthroughs because people can have breakthroughs through their health or they can have these epiphanies about their life needs to take a different direction or like for me at my very first Tony Robbins it was like okay I don't have to live life as a victim (laughs) that was role model for me I'm like I can live in a different manner (laughs) so it's you know it can be anything yes yeah. Because, you know, what, whatever I discuss with people, like other people's podcasts, it's like it may resonate with someone and they can learn from other people's either mistakes or going through life and pushing forward and doing something different and just being better. It's true. It's just really beautiful how, how we're all connected and such. There's the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, what? What's happening? <laughs> and my, kid, my kitty, there's Bear, checking him out. Bear, it's raining. It's one of those really laid back, good book, window open, listening to the rain type of days. Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah. I love thunder and lightning. It hasn't been thunder and lightning, but I, as a kid, we had a cottage on a, on a lake and it would pour and both ends of the cottage had screened in porches. <laughs> I remember like sliding on the rainwater on the porch <laughs> and yeah. like just like, thunder and lightning, electricity going out. And it was just beautiful. Uh, I love thunder and lightning too. I'm definitely a sucker for that. <laughs> in the rain, you know, like I love, I'm a, puddle, I'm, a, I'm a puddle jumper from way back. So, so yeah, so this is, that's so interesting. And I just, I love the, I'm, I'm learning to, I'm learning to really growing into a real deep appreciation for the opportunities to connect yeah. in these new ways, you know? That's great. I'm still a hugger. <laughs> yes, yes. And that that isn't going to change. I have a bunch of friends that are huggers too. And I'm like, all right, I, we're still in the pandemic. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to us connecting in that way again. Yeah. I know. And, and it'll be interesting to see how Tony moves forward with his things. Because it sounds like there may be a hybrid model and have people in the studio as well. But if he can have that many people... It would be interesting to see how that works. I just don't know. Yeah, I well, I, I feel at some point, you know, we have to be able to unring the bell of, you know, the pandemic bell. It's like, when are we going to move? When are people going to feel safe enough or comfortable right. enough? Or and, and, and isn't it a job? Isn't it our job as leaders to go first? Yes. And moving yeah. forward, right? So I'm, I'm just excited to see what decisions are going to be made and what opportunities are going to be had for that as well. And I think yeah. the people who have been in the virtual world and were comfortable with it, those are the people who excelled. Yes. Or is there were people who I'm thinking musicians, they did stuff virtually, but it's not the same thing as being in a, excuse me, a small music room or a venue or a larger venue for like the, higher priced musicians. It's like, it's very different. Yeah. Well, and I think people really honed in on those small groups, the small yeah. group of, and a, and a deeper and intimate connection. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. We have a very lively local music scene and a lot of those places were shut down, especially if you have a tiny little hole in the wall yeah. You can't have six feet apart. <laughs> Correct. Profitable. Yeah. I, I'm just, my prayer is that all of that just goes it, away. All that comes back. That it, yeah. it, and I, and people, and I, you know, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that people are, they're craving that again? And that's, yeah, people are yearning for it. Like the local musicians are saying, um, we're booking gigs soon. So, Yay. yeah. So I don't know if it's May or June, but. I think here in Massachusetts, it's, it's supposed to be fully open in August, as long as the trajectory keeps up. Oh, wonderful. Good. But I know see. other states are like wide open down south, so. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we definitely live in a more conservative area of the country. We definitely as do. As far as the pandemic goes. <laughs> Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <We're> like, wait, 
Well, there's pockets. I yes. always say there's pockets of it's an it's quite a mix. It's very eclectic and it's pockets, but it's interesting to me the contradiction and <laughs> like the ideology. That's it's just it's been a fascinating time to really sit back and really watch because I think a lot of deeper truths have come out and a lot of things have revealed themselves. Yes, I agree. And it's in this fascinating to watch friends who you thought were thinking the same way you did, and they absolutely do not. <laughs> and I'm, like, place I'm not that, sure where you're getting your information from. <laughs> well, and to stay out of the, the dualistic tribal type mindset and to stay in a place of joyful acceptance like yes. and a place of, hey, you know, this is like, we can agree to disagree. You know, we can agree to, can't we? I think I can. I'm not sure if everyone around me can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess then things take care of themselves. But um, well, I also grew up in a household where my parents were different religions. They were different political parties. Oh, yes. So, so I lived that with discussions that happened that were civil. <laughs> nice. Related to those two things. Related to other things, not so much. <laughs> I think I understand. I I think I understand that. I had parents that were, one was a, you know, a blue and one was a red. And so I get it. <laughs> I yep. get it. I understand the differences. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think people end up being more polarized. They can be. They can be. Yeah. And I think that's why like some of the especially a lot of the simple tools that we've learned over the years, right, are so powerful to bring in more presence and stillness and that pause. I think everybody, we like the whole world obviously needed a pause. (laughs) We were moving a little bit too fast. That's the message I got. Okay, we're moving a little bit too fast. Let's just step back, take a deep breath and reconnect with ourselves and with each other. So really, what message do we want to bring forward out of this time, you know, what is the message? And yeah, what's the story? Like, it's a story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what story are we going to be telling? You know, like, is it a fairy tale or a nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> well, every good story has a shadow and, go- and a little bit of light. A little bit otherwise, of it would be boring. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So, well, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So tell me about your poetry. I know you, you've been writing poetry. Oh, my goodness. I, so poetry, like, I'll refer back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. It was such a safe haven for me for all the dark emotions and all the things that I couldn't share openly. Mm-hmm. So it was a place that I would go and I would, and I felt connected and I felt seen and heard by even just by reading, by reading and connecting with these stories, these poets like uh, Edgar Allan Poe. And, you know, there were just, there was, I, I didn't feel alone. So books in poetry and, you know, my, my, my coach says words matter and I am in a thousand percent agreement with her. You know, she's an amazing human being. Like she's an elder. She's in her 80s. And I I just um, have a lot of love and respect um, for her wisdom. But yeah, the poetry, she really mentored me in really owning that I am a poet, that I am a writer. 
that I am, you know, that this is just a, this is a part of who I am. And for me, poetry is healing. It is completion. Mm-hmm. I know when I have, and I channel a lot of my poetry, a lot of it, like I go back and I'll read, and I'm like, oh my God. And then I have to kind of like, look at it and go, what was going, like, I literally, there's things to write about the poetry. Yes. <laughs> like, like, what was I talking about? What was coming through me and what was being completed there? And it's bringing it from the subconscious or the unconscious into my conscious. And it's so this process of healing through poetry is something that I, um, you know, I'm really like in, I'm in it. Um, Isn't it fa- fascinating that you look at the poetry and it brings up something else entirely? So it's it's a all a process and a path. It is, and I literally I was sharing with a a friend the other day um, who has an online magazine and who I has um, highlighted some of my poetry. So she's such a wonderful spiritual leader I consider her over times but I was sharing with her because it's so intimate too poetry can be so intimate and I truly believe it is the language of the heart and um, I love listening to other people's poetry so I'm just I'm really just getting started (laughs) really but yeah Yeah, I've been writing forever but I'm just really getting started and Sharing my poetry feels like another piece of release, another piece of healing, another piece of, I, it healed, like, I don't want to hold back. Like, I want to participate in what I received as a child. I don't want to be that one that says, I'm too afraid to do this, or I'm too afraid to do that. Because what if Edgar Allan Poe, what if these people that were my hero poets who made me like, you know, the Mary Olivers and the Maya Angelus, what if they decided that, you know, they were too afraid to share their story or their journey? Yeah. And the art world to me, whether it's painting, poetry, music, sculpture, it's a, it's a safe container to share the depth of who we are. Yes. And yeah. And I was like thinking of that and it's, you know, the fear and doesn't Tony say, you know, if you, if it's, you're afraid, you must do it. <laughs> you must do it. I, yeah, I remember hearing it years ago in recovery, when I was early on in recovery, it was like, feel the fear and do it anyways, yeah. you know, feel the fear and do it anyways. And that was a big, um, it always stuck with me. And that's why I said, you know, back seven years ago, I just started saying yes to everything. Right. Cause I didn't, like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know what I was afraid of. I didn't know what I didn't know. So I was like, well, let me just say yes to everything that comes my way and see what happens. <laughs> right. See as long happens. as there isn't like you're not harming yourself or harming somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> and I never realized just how introverted mm-hmm. and um, I, I believe I'm both. Like I really yeah. t- truly believe that. I'm an introvert, but I love, because I love my alone time and I love my sacred time. Like I have, I'm very much a hermit in a lot of ways. (laughs) I love to go out into the world too. Yeah. But I have, I have to go. I mean, we know we have, I have my own and um, I love, yeah. And I love working with people with their own process and helping them to uncover and discover their own process their own rituals, the ones that come from inside them. Yes. 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 Because then that's their, their own truth. 
their own essence. I, I certainly don't. They don't need mine. I never wanted other people. So I was like, so it's so funny. Well, because I just, <laughs> sometimes people think they want other people's, but ultimately they're going to, it's like putting somebody on a pedestal. And yeah, like, we, see it, we see it a lot in this country, you put people up on a pedestal and then they tear them down. Yes. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're up there going, I didn't put myself here. I didn't put myself up here. <laughs> it's true, right? Funny, funny. I saw a quote today and it, it made a lot of sense. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was related to being a healer. Yes. And it said, the healer is there to create space so the other individual can do their own healing. That is correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so don't be taking on my shit. Exactly. Well, I think we have a responsibility to take care of our own energy, take care yeah. of our own sacred space. Mm-hmm. I think we have a responsibility to own our own yes and our own no's and, you know, to know, like, yeah. ultimately we can't, like, blaming and complaining and explain, like, that. all that stuff that, you know, just feeds more of the fear-based energy, We have to take responsibility for our own walk in life Mm -hmm. and, um, and our connectedness, you know, how we choose to connect. Yes. You know, and I think that, uh, well, my favorite quote, since Mm -hmm. I've been young, the spiritual, if I was going to have a spiritual guru, it would be Thich Nhat Hanh. I'm just, I've, I've read his writings for many, many decades and there's just, every time I read his work, I fall into this sense of it just brings me to this place of calmness. And um, mm-hmm. the quote that I came across, and it was a bumper sticker that I had in my car for <laughs> like 10 years. That thing was worn and torn. And it said, we are here to awaken from the illusion of our separateness. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? And I just was, it just helped me to hang on to being the crazy feeling lady that I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I feel everything. It's all yes, right. I will, you know, it'll all work out. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> and still with all that, you still have to have healthy boundaries. For sure. Well, the thing I've learned around boundaries is there are no other great, better teach greater teachers than the people that you came into this world with. Mm-hmm. And so my, my personal journey around that is, is if I have walked away from a situation with anything other than love and compassion, mm-hmm. then I am going to meet that again in the world. Oh. <laughs> my lesson is not over. <laughs> but you, like a ram. <laughs> or a goat. Exactly. Home. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it's a choice. Who do you want to do your work with? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Who do you want to do the work with? And you know, I always, my fam, my, I come from a, you know, a huge Italian family and both sides, you know, 17 grandchildren on one side, you know, just big, big numbers. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm the youngest of 15. <laughs> oh, you are? That's amazing. The so, Irish side of the family. That's yeah. awesome. Irish, French, Canadian. Yeah. That's beautiful. No, we, we're, we're only four in my family. It's like, you could see each generation, how it's gotten smaller. Like we're third oh, generation. 15 grandchildren. Not, oh, 15 not, grandchildren. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. not 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my mother had <laughs> 10 grandchildren, 
12 pregnancies, that would have been a lot. <laughs> oh, right. My great grandmother on my my mom's side, she had over 17 children. You yeah. Know, that must have been yeah. Like, and my other side, my dad's mom's, they had eight, I think. I mean, they, right? It was like little tribes. You had your own little tribe. <laughs> well, yeah. And my grandmother was one of 12. And my grandfather, <laughs> like my maternal grandparents, and he was one of 13. It's amazing. But I think in my grandmother's side, only four lived to adulthood because of the childhood diseases exactly. killed off most. Exactly. The oldest two and the youngest two survived. Isn't that, can you imagine going through that kind of a, can you imagine uh-huh. their resiliency, their strength, their courage? First of all, coming from another, I mean, like, I just am amazed at that. So, um, right. Coming here for, a I just, I'm, you know, I'm in awe. I'm in awe of, I always say this. It's so funny. I'm like, the most important people are in the room are the children and the elders. <laughs> Everybody else were just worker bees. <laughs> It's so true because they're, they're, they're the ones with like <laughs> out of the mouths of babes and out of the mouths of the elderly. Like there is no filter. <laughs> right. And they need each other. Yes. They need each other. And so I, I have a, a girlfriend, a young woman who's a, a good friend of mine. And she's, she's, uh, I think she's on her, she, I think she's had her third child and she's an advocate for that, bringing the two together again uh, in this area. So yeah, I love to support that as well. I love to support that type of thing. Yeah, I I love um, seeing on some of the news stories how there are there's a daycare in a nursing home, so that yeah, or a nursing home has a farm. Oh, I love that chickens and small animals. I love that. Well, they have so much. Uh, they're both usually there's you know, and I think there's a lot of presence um, to be had at those at those times. Yeah. So they're a gift. They're a gift to each other. And, um, and I, I really feel like we really need to start honoring, honoring yes. that. Or we're going to, or we're going to, you know, we're losing all that wisdom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And like what they've lived through and yes. don't let history repeat itself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes, that is true. Yeah. And <laughs> I love all the memes of how the younger generation doesn't know how to, how to use the dial phone <laughs> oh <my God>. or because <laughs> they don't know how, like what order. <laughs> what are you talking about, aunt? That's what I get from my goddaughter. What are you talking about? And I'm like, well, sit down with me, honey. Let me show you something. <gasps> and then they think it's really cool. You know, a lot of times they're like, and then they have something cool to show their friends. <laughs> Nobody lost that phone because you can't carry it around with you. <laughs> Can you believe they used to do things like that? <laughs> you had to wait until somebody was home to call them <laughs> or get them on the phone. Right? Yes. <laughs> long, I still have a cool, uh, phone in my house and it's not, I don't have it hooked up like anymore to a service, but I still have the phone with the long cord. <laughs> In your kitchen? I did it. Yeah, it's like a piece. Of, yeah, it's like a big red phone. And, it, and when I, it's just so funny. And I was like, you know, I just stopped. I had both. I had my cell phone and that. And then I was like, you really it's don't just more, need it. It's just so much more convenient just to have one. <laughs> yes, it is. 
Because <laughs> at least you can silence that. You can't silence, you can't silence the, <laughs> the telemarketers calling. It's true. It's true. I, uh, with my cable bundle, it was cheaper to have the phone service added initially when rather than having just the cable and the internet. So I had the phone. Actually, I still have the phone, but nobody has that phone number. So whenever it rings, <laughs> I know it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I did. That was my deal too with it. When I first moved here, I was like, it was a cheaper deal and I had it for that reason. And then it was like, um, I would get a lot of the telemarketer calls. That's why I really turned it off. Cause I was like, really? <laughs> Don't <funny>. need that. <laughs> Don't need the distraction for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you, you get, you're rebranding your business. Yeah. I feel like I'm like have new, like a new, new feet, like new, I'm in a new, like I'm in a completely and I'm recalibrating. So even I'm going through some physical changes that, so, cause I feel like things trickle in, right? So something happens in the unconscious and then it trickles into the rest of our lives. And so I'm challenged at times with patience, <laughs> being patient and just taking things step by step. I actually feel a lot better when I allow that process to just be mm-hmm. um, and stay out of the doing. Isn't that amazing? Like, cause we thought that we, all we had to do is do, 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 and it, it will, will happen. And it, it's not how the process works. It isn't. It is being human doing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between doing and being, being. Yeah. doing. Yeah. There's a, yeah. We all have to do some action to get things going, but it's sure. there's a flow to the day when you're in the the beingness. That's what I've noticed. When I start to pull when my impatience or my whatever they want to, I think Tad's in the in I think he's calling it the little mind now, which I love <laughs> in the Tony Robbins world. I and I love that because when that part of my brain, well, I call it my mind, period, like my my brain, my thinking, my thinking takes over over then my feeling, um yes. my connectedness to everything. Uh I I get out of sync. Yeah, yeah, and it's good. Saber tooth tiger coming at you. (laughs) You don't need to. I I don't need the tiger anymore. (laughs) All it takes is for me to. The other day, I dropped. I had all these little crystals. I part of my product is I embed a crystal in each in the particular product that I make, and they all fell like you know like hundreds of little crystals like (laughs) scattering all over the floor. And I said, oh, stop. You have done enough today. <laughs> no more. You will go. To- yes, I will. That There's time to do something else. <laughs> and the funny part about it is too, Marty, is like, I don't even force myself to do the things that like, that's the neat thing too, is to like, just don't even like, I didn't even force myself to immediately clean up. That creates a new space. Yes. Oh, you know, and asking myself these questions of like, I do the things that I do because what is our why, right? Why do we do these things? It's always going back to that why. And it creates more presence. 
right? So why am I doing this? Well, because I like my things organized because I like thinking, you know, it's always asking those questions why, but sometimes it's like, I don't know why I'm doing this and I don't really need to do this. Somebody else's expectation that I took on. (laughs) Exactly, right? So it's just those little moments and opportunities to create more presence. Create more presence. Fabulous. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And I appreciate you holding sacred space in this way. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you so much. And we'll see each other soon. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye, love. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Breakthrough with Marty. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend. If you have not already subscribed, please subscribe rate and review on your favorite podcast player. For questions, comments, or suggestions for future guests, you can find me here at martygarlic.com. Thank you again for listening.